recording right now. You okay? Oh. Cool. Oh, where's my car? What's going on? Okay, I'll start. As soon as you're done. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Tuesday Matinee number two. Prese oh, I'm sorry. Uh, number four. <laughs> Presented by Richard Drive and Age of Radio. Tuesday Matinee is a bi-monthly podcast where we review films, talk movie news, occasionally discuss the technical aspects of filmmaking, and just shoot the shit about all things cinema. I am your host, Jared Watson, and with me is Charles Terrell, and, I, <laughs> and I'm reading off a script, so obviously I haven't updated it. Hello. <laughs> uh, already starting off as a train wreck. I, love I it. thought I already... Oh, last week I just... I saw two, and I just replaced it with three in my head, and this week I'm oh. like, I'm just reading this. Um, so just, just like a, an anchorman kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> just read exactly what's written. Exactly. Um, so yesterday we actually decided to see two movies, the first of which was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And uh, a lot of people know me know that I've actually been kind of, oh shit, I just lost the word, uh, just kind of over Tarantino for quite some time now. So like in one way, this movie was kind of refreshing because it wasn't the most Tarantino movie, but compared to his last movie, it's still not really that great to be honest. Yeah, I would say probably my least favorite of all of his. I mean, that's least favorite of like, you know, usually pretty or yeah. really good movies is not a bad achievement. Right. Um. Yeah, I guess with his movies, I always feel the length, even if I really enjoy the movie. Um, This one, I really, really felt the length of it. Like what? Two? Oh, yeah. Was it two and a half? Maybe a little bit more? It was. I think it was like 245. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, what, what is, what's it about? It's about, um, an actor and his stunt double. It, it's an actor. He's kind of past his prime a bit and he's starting to feel that. And his stunt double and his stunt double's barely getting any work anyways. Cause the actor's not yeah. really getting that much work. And he's just kind of having to come to terms if like, oh, is he washed up? Can he come back from this? But then there's a side story of Sharon Tate as being his neighbor. Yeah. And in the trailers, you can tell there's a Manson family thing going on right. at one point, which is weird because when I first when I first heard about it, um, I heard oh Tarantino's making a movie about the Manson family, mm -hmm. so I, that's why the trailers always kind of confused me. I was like, well, they're barely in it. Well, in the movie, they, I don't know. Let's not get too much into spoilers, I guess. But I don't know if there's a spoiler, but they're they're decently in it. Um, yeah, we'll we'll come to like when they actually kind of pop start popping up. Yeah. No, but so yeah, uh, a washed up, sort of a washed up actor, uh, trying to find, like, well, he he's still working, he's still living in L.A., um, but it's just one of those things. He's just doing pilots. He's he's starting to notice. He's always, I guess they call it the heavy, which is like yeah, the bad guy, the bad but guy. he's being used by the system, kind of, to make right. the good guy or to make new actors look, uh, really like pump up yeah. their their look because they're beating out the old actor. Uh, it's like, oh, no, they're not fighting that character. No, they're not fighting the villain. Audience to see it as the new actors coming in and replacing this guy by beating yeah. him up or winning right. over him or whatever. And so he's starting to realize that and just like, oh, how 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 do you deal with that? 
as being like, and I'm sure that's a thing actors have to deal with is like getting to a point where, okay, how do I change my career into being the seasoned actor rather than a washed up actor? Yeah. And this is all uh, kind of told to the audience and the main character by Al Pacino, right? Yeah. Al Pacino's character, who's like a producer or something. Yeah. And he's trying to get him into spaghetti westerns. Yeah. Just to get him some money. And he's just like, I fucking hate spaghetti westerns. They're so bad. Yeah. Before, uh, oh, who is it? Who's the famous spaghetti western director? Um, sure. I oh. can't remember the the one that did. You know, uh, four fistful dollars, few dollars more, good, bad, and the ugly. Sergio, Sergio Leone, I think. Um, was there like I, I don't know if there was spaghetti westerns like before him, because I didn't know the spaghetti westerns at one time were considered to be bad. They, I think there was a lot that were bad, and even in even in this movie, it references the ones where. Each actor talks in their own language, yes. and then it's dubbed over later. Yeah, because it's like they're just like, oh, we want more natural acting and stuff, and it's just like, oh, well, it creates this weird right. Frankenstein of a monster. I know that Leone's movies are filmed that way. Yeah, like a lot of them, like you'll you'll see a lot of those actors, uh, their lips are moving and it's not really matching. You, you can what see they're the saying. ADR a lot. Yeah, yeah. so I think like there's several like I know there's English, Italian, and I believe Mexican too. Is spoken on the set. I'm not 100 percent sure. Mexican but... spoken on the set. What? Spanish. Did I say Mexican? <laughs> yes. Well, Mexicans. Mexican spoke Spanish. Spanish. Mexican Spanish. You can say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, like this movie. There's a lot of it's. It feels like there's like a lot of inside jokes for people that are in like the movie industry. Yeah. And for other directors to sit there and kind of like probably laugh at. Right, yeah. Um, but I that's not as enjoyable for audiences. Like even if you're more of that's a film true. buff, yeah. You might, you know, get some uh um laughter out of that, but I just felt like, oh, I get it, but it's not funny it's, to me. It's I like I like movies about filmmaking, but I don't like it when they get into the whole like La La Land, like oh, we're just showing off the glitz little, and glamour, little self indulgence. Yeah, exactly. And I, I felt like this movie had that a little bit, not too much. I felt like they kept doing establishing shots, like oh, look, it's Hollywood in the yeah, what was it sixty nine? Uh, sixty nine, yeah. And like it kept doing like skyline shots, and I'm like, there's nothing there, and I'm like, oh, is because I, I don't really know the skyline of what it was in right, you know, yeah. um, late sixties. Is it to show like oh, hey, we edited out this building that's supposed to be there, kind of like right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just making that up. I'm not too sure. But it just felt like that a lot. Like it showed like all the iconic kind of places. Yeah. Like a Wiener Central when it was called uh, Der Wiener Central and stuff like that. And all these different things. Like the, the Coyote. El Coyote. Oh, yeah. A, a restaurant. I don't know if it's still there or not. Yeah, that was the scene where they showed. So I guess it was becoming evening and all the... Um, what were those lights called? Um, those specific... Um, that's what you designed my logo after. Neon lights? Neon lights. All the neon lights, like, popping on. That was the part I went to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay. That's Because right. I was like, oh, I can feel like this is going to... We're getting closer to the end. There's going to be some sort of climax or whatever, so I need to go to the bathroom now. Yeah. Because yeah, I didn't know that this movie was going to be that... I should have guessed why this, or this movie was going to be that, that long. But... I guess over... Because I've had a day to think about it. I do like the movie, but I don't know if I'd watch it again. Again. Yeah, I think it's like the same thing with I what what I said last week. I don't remember what movie I was talking about already, <laughs> but um, 
that I think I'm willing to watch it again with someone new. <coughs> Maybe just so I can get a different insight from someone else. Oh, sure. Um, I just, I, I feel like there's not a lot, like, it's, what's there is good, but there doesn't feel like enough substance for me. Yeah. I, I think like we kind of we agree on that maybe it could be better by cutting, but I think we disagree on what can be cut. Because to me, I feel like the end should be cut, whereas you feel like they needed to get to the end if, a little bit differently. I think they need to get to the end a little bit quicker, and I wouldn't mind if the end was done differently, not necessarily yes, cut. I agree with that, yeah. Because yeah, obviously, if you cut it, there's nothing there. Right, um, and I, of course, and yeah, I, I would think if you cut the ending, then you need to write an ending. It just, I don't know. Something I don't, but I don't know where else I, you could take it. It just for me, it feels like you had this main story, then you have the side story, and the ending was really more for the side story than the than the main story. Well, no, it was to me. It felt like the end was supposed to be for that side story, but it was without saying spoilers. It was part of the main story, and then the side story kind right. of just went to the wayside. Yeah, that's true. That was the point. Was the I don't know if I could say that if that's spoiler, but. It's just like there was a bunch of different characters that kind of come into play, and just like some of them, there wasn't supposed to be a point to their yeah to their story, and that was kind of like they're a red herring essentially. Um, just like oh, what's going to go on? It's like oh, it's not about them; right. it's actually about this. And I don't know if this makes sense. Um, but would you say this is kind of like a fairy tale? Yes, exactly. It's well, the name like, the name implies it too. It's kind of like Tarantino going, "This is the way it should have gone." This is the happy way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it ends with that title, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. It ends once upon a time. Yeah. In Hollywood. Right. I mean, the ending was it did have kind of a sweet kind of a tone to it, considering that it's based off of something really fucking horrific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of your fucking weird cat. Um, it's funny because like, like I said, it was one thing was refreshing was that it didn't feel like, like Tarantino trying to be Tarantino, though it did have his, you know, his trademarks at the feet at a lot of feet. Um, <laughs> what was the other one I said? Oh, oh, someone eating, uh, someone's eating a chicken leg while they're talking. Or like a villain supposed to be eating. Yeah. I don't know if that's. Which is more like a villain within a movie within a movie, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a good person playing a villain. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, most of these characters, they're good people. Like, usually something about, like, Hollywood or, like, the Hollywood elite kind of makes them douchebags. And one character is a bit of a douchebag to some people. But ultimately, they're all pretty decent people. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think that's, like, kind of what I was going through the whole movie was kind of going, this main character is kind of a douchebag, isn't he? But A little bit. But, he, I mean, he has a... Yeah, he treats certain people kind of bad. Like, he's like, he sees hippies, like, fucking hippies. And, like, you can tell he's a bit, like, elitist in, like, social class. Yeah. But ultimately, he's still kind of a good person. But his his stuntman is, like, a really good person. Like, he's very yeah. responsible and, like, just lives modestly. He goes, lives in his trailer, takes, yeah. or takes care of his dog. Like I said before, I think the stuntman is technically the, the main protagonist. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they both are, I guess, but... 
you could say like really heavy stuff happens yeah. to with him. And- well, it's interesting too because even though like the stuntman he's seen as, um, he is like really nice, good person. But I do like he's also kind of of his time because there's one scene that shows that he probably has some racist views. Oh, which one? Uh, the scene about Bruce Lee. Because oh, the he, reason about what that scene is. Yeah, he could be like a really doesn't care about either Bruce Lee or just like Asian people, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we can't really describe that scene without it spoiling. <laughs> I actually it's, like that scene. I, I thought it fit. Cause I like the way that it, all of a sudden you, you realize what's going on. You're like, oh, I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, the scene where he meets Bruce Lee, just like how it plays out. Like, I knew that was Bruce Lee in the like, trailer. I'm like, am I being racist? Because that looks oh, like Bruce Lee. Yeah. It's like, no, it's obviously it's very iconic look. The haircut with the glasses yeah. and like all black and stuff. I think someone had even said, like, did they do CGI or or am I just being racist or something? And I like watching it. And I was like, no, because when you watch the movie, I, you go, no, that's not Bruce Lee. Just someone that mm-hmm. kind of looks like him uh, from certain angles. He looks really close, but like straight on, you can tell it's like, oh, he did. And he has yeah. just a different build. He's a little bit scrawnier because Bruce Lee was like a, like yeah, he was oh yeah, he was small, but he was fucking like massive. Yeah. Um, but this guy's face was just like there's a little something about it. I'm like, oh, that nah. <laughs> right. kind of got pulled out of it because he didn't look enough like him. Because yeah. there was a lot of like trying to make people look like big iconic actors, and like uh, replacing certain actors in certain movies, like old classic movies, which I would have enjoyed, but I think they did that part bad. Oh yeah. Um. Because they're trying to make like certain scenes look like old movies from the '60s, but there's certain things that they would not let go. Like there's certain techniques, like lighting and camera work, that mm. you would have to suppress in order to make it look as bad as the old movies. Oh yeah. Like there's ones where it's like it's an old movie and it, it, the camera's panning across, and like you did not do that with those old cameras because those cameras oh, were heavy yeah, as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Once you like a lot of times, unless you had you know specific equipment to hold it, it was locked down, and so I was like, oh, I got taken out of certain things. I could see the CG and the... Well, didn't they have dolly tracks back then? Oh, they did. But just, like, certain ways. Like, you just didn't do it a whole lot. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Because there's a certain shot where it looked like it should have been just completely stabilized, but they were trying to get everything in frame. Oh, you I You needed see. to make it look a little bit shittier. Yeah. And it's just, like, to tell that to a DP, I, I know that some DPs have a hard time right. getting rid of that. Well, I think that's one of the reasons that I say it's a fairy tale. Because there's some fantastical things like um, the very beginning. I don't I don't mind spoiling this because it's the very beginning of the movie. The interview. Um, there's points oh, where you're sure. like the camera should be in the shot. You should see a camera here, Ooh. and it's not there. Th- those I'm totally fine with. Yeah, because it was like it was so much like yeah, like when they were showing him acting as the villain. Um, they're shooting it like how you would shoot today, and they're going around, and you don't yeah. see any camera crew. You might hear them when he fucks up a line. But right. I'm like, oh, that's totally fine because it's in their head. It's not necessarily this. Yeah. But it's when they're literally watching a TV and watching an old show and they're trying to put in these new actors into a right. um, an old, like, I guess it was called FBI. I don't really know of it. Oh, I that's right. They did do that for a few scenes. Some of the shots were cool and looked like they fit in, but a yeah. couple of them looked like they were a little too good. And it's like yeah. we didn't develop techniques like that enough right. at that point. And so that kind of, I, I know that's probably nitpicking, yeah. really. But it when I see... Someone like Tarantino, I would assume, would be like, no, we got to shoot it on the exact same film stock. We got to shoot it the exact same way as close as possible. But it felt like that wasn't as, he wasn't as strict with that. And I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. 
I, I mean, I don't know. It it may just be if you film with the exact same. It's also you got to take into account degradation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I know certain film stocks are just hard to get in nowadays. Like, yeah. Like even if you get the exact same film stock, you know, years of time. I don't know if it, anyway, uh, could you know actually affect what it looks like? So yeah. that might just be. No, unless I, I think there might be still some companies that still produce it, and you can probably get it that way. But yeah, it's gonna be up your cost a lot. Right. I mean, well, he already shoot. Probably did he shoot this on seventy millimeter? I'm assuming. I'm assuming he shot it. I would assume film. so. I, he really hates digital. Yeah, I mean the 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 movie theater he owns, the New Beverly, only shows movies on film. Oh, he. Oh, yeah, he's the one that said when uh, movies started being filmed digital, he said cinema is dead. Of course, I strongly disagree with him on that, but... Yeah, his reasoning of, oh, I need to be... It needs to be illusion. Just like, I don't... Like, I also get it. I, I think I've I've come around a little bit. There was one point where I said, no, film is bad. Digital is the new way. I've come around and said, no, no, film has... It definitely has its good points, and I do appreciate film, but I think it's just a different way. Not a better way, just a different way. To, it, to me, it's all just uh, tools. Exactly. Just know how to use your tools, basically. Yeah. If you got a, one that you prefer, that's that's you. Because um, digital, I think, is still really trying to emulate a uh, film. Um, I on the Hollywood pr- uh, level, though, I think it's just one to one at this point. Um, yeah. But on, on smaller budgets, it's just like certain digital's the cameras still don't really shoot raw. Um, oh, I'm, I'm seeing yeah. like working with like I worked with somebody the other day. We were just shooting a music video, and he had a red Scarlet. And I was like, oh, that used to be just like a big thing, and this guy's just got it in his back pocket, basically. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how much that camera costs. Uh, he probably was renting it, actually. Uh, it's possible. I mean, I've worked with some uh, people who, like, DPs who owned their own... Um, like, I, know, I remember that one time when DP had his own red... Oh, I don't remember what it was. I just know it was a red. All I remember is the AC dropped it on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and I just remember that everyone went silent. <laughs> yeah. That shit's insured, though. <laughs> when you yeah. own that camera, you get it insured. That's true, yeah. But yeah, I guess on the technical side, there was a couple, quite a few scenes or shots that I was just like, I, I, I'm getting pulled out. Yeah. Because it's, it's obviously trying to comp somebody in into an old film. Oh, right, yeah. Um... There was like, like you said, there's FBI. There's the one where uh, it was weird because even in the movie, he d- didn't actually do the movie. He says Steve McQueen got the part. I didn't. Yet they still put him into it. Like I guess it was I, kind of again I fantasy fairy think he tale. Was, I think he was pretending like he was in it and like yeah. what it would have looked like. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah, because it's obviously you could tell like okay, these actors are actually in the movie of the time because it's just. There's not enough texture on their skin. It's all that same, yeah. It's like tan color, and that's usually because like the, oh, the yeah. film didn't have, couldn't capture as much, uh, right. Different colors or as a variety, or range, I should say. But his was a little bit more detailed. Like they, you could tell that they're trying to like rotoscope him into it, and yeah. like, and then there was a weird ass pan that just like the movement felt weird because they were trying to stabilize it. Oh yeah, to match it with the digital and stuff, and so that's why it just kind of took me out. Speaking of um, kind of stuff that kind of like pulls you out a little bit, I felt like the voiceover in the beginning was awkward. The narrator? Yeah, the narrator. But at the end, it was more, what do you call that? 
uh, even and throughout, so it made more sense. But at the beginning, there was none. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just comes out of nowhere. Like, what was it? He's like, uh, oh, I don't, I don't, he drives me around for a specific reason. And then the narrator suddenly comes up and says, no, that's not the reason he's lying. Yeah. And it just felt so out of place because there was no narrator before that. And there isn't a narrator again for like half the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't feel consistent enough, I guess. Yeah. Because, yeah, in the beginning it bugged me, but then later on it didn't. And I don't know if it's because it's already established there was a narrator and I was used to it by that point. Right. But, but I guess to move on to, well, story-wise and just kind of like the pacing and flow, I think that's what it really gets to me. It feels like you're not really working up to anything. You're kind of introducing something, so something's happening. Right. And it is building something. But the build is so slow and doesn't feel like it's a build up yeah. to an event. It just feels like it's a slow, like, okay, and then here's the ending, bam. And then we're done. And at the same time, I don't know. It almost feels like the ending still wasn't even... It's weird. Like, there were, there wasn't a build up, and at the same time it felt like there was a build up that the ending didn't quite meet up to. I don't know. I think it's expectations, You ex- especially from Tarantino. You're expecting something, and... I don't feel like I was expecting anything. Yeah. Because I, I went in with negative, like, oh, I'm probably not going to like this movie already. Yeah. And so I don't think it's an issue of, like, oh, I went in hating it, and I'm going to hate it. Just, like, no, I went in, like, whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is a little bit better than I expected, yeah. but I just felt like it was a slog to get through. Yeah, it's. I think it turned out ex- almost exactly what I expected because, you know, like I said, I'm already burned out on Tarantino... So I knew I was going in thinking I'm not going to really like this. But because of that, I'm probably going to like it a little bit more than expecting. That's exactly what happened. I liked it a little bit more than I was expecting. Okay. Oh, well, I've always enjoyed Tarantino's films because um, I like over-the-top action stuff. Yeah. And so just like, okay, yeah, go in for that. And it's like, oh, this one's probably not going to be that. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then, We've already had the, the discussions of why I'm burned out on him and yeah, the whole thing about... I think he's gone a little, uh, what's the term? Oscar Beatty? I don't see that, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, what what else? Oh, and just also trying too hard to be Tarantino. This See, that's the thing, is this movie didn't feel that way to me. That's kind of what I was expecting. I was yeah. just like, oh, is he going to try to emulate himself, which is kind of weird. But it felt like he actually stayed reserved yeah like almost to combat that like a lot yeah maybe that except for you know the whole feet thing but but like some people that say that might be that a didn't fetish bug thing. me at all yeah. no it didn't in fact i it forgot about natural. it until after the movie yeah <laughs> it might be now at this point it's like oh, i'm just gonna put feet in just to fuck with people <laughs> maybe i don't know who knows he's not in a bubble so right yeah A little tired. So, overall, I give it a C, C minus. Yeah, I, I think I'd say Dollar Theater Discount Tuesday. I liked it. It was all right, you know. Yeah, but I'm I'm not going to really watch it again. Yeah. Because I feel like other movies like, let's say, Pulp Fiction, probably the, his most iconic one, I'll watch because of just like, non-linear narrative and right, just yeah. like oh it's just action and it's cool and it's hitman and yeah it's very iconic and then i'll watch um 
I, I'm okay on Hateful Eight. I enjoyed it, but I think that one felt really long for me too, and so that's why I might not watch it again. Yeah, Django, I think is good. It's a good revenge story. I think it's handled very appropriately. It has it's very it's actually a funny movie. <laughs> There's oh, quite yeah. a lot of comedy throughout it. Um, yeah, on my scale, it's technically part of that is willing to watch it again, but not necessarily wanting to watch it again. Yeah, I guess mine is just like uh, I prefer not to. Yeah, like I. I mean, not that it's bad or anything. It's just like, oh, I got what I got from it. I just feel like I might Nothing pick more. up on a little bit more if I watch it again, but that's only if, like, you know, someone around me hasn't seen it yet. And I was like, yeah, all right, we'll watch it. Yeah, not, I don't know. It's just all the elements are good. I think it was just the pacing's what killed it for me. Because acting from everybody, maybe the little girl was kind of iffy. Oh, I liked it. I liked the little girl. Like, I couldn't tell if, like, that was just, like... It did feel iffy, but it felt like also how a kid would be. I also think it was meant to be a little over the top. It was a little bit of satire about actors, and she's a child actor. Well, I've talked to like little kids and that are really trying to uh, talk to an adult almost. Yeah. Like they're trying to like upsell themselves, and that's how they kind of talk a little yeah. bit. So it didn't feel out of place. Like, me saying that that was probably the worst acting means the acting was really fucking great oh, right, in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned, um, cause I had said that I liked the filmmaking in it, but I meant the fact that it's about filmmaking, and you said that you didn't actually care for the filmmaking, which I, d- I don't really know if I have a position on that. Ow! Fuck, my cat bit me. <laughs> um, yeah. Because to me, this was a, it just showed like a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff, but not much. It just right. It didn't really feel like a filmmaking movie to me, even though they're on set. It just felt like in the mind of an actor more yeah. than a filmmaking thing. I guess most, like of, mindset. Like, most of the filmmaking stuff is kind of in the background. You know, you just see the lights sitting around and the sets, but they don't really, all that, you know, you just every once in a while get cut and, and action. Yeah. But yeah, it's not really about filmmaking in the long run. Yeah, just about an I, actor. I liked it more for, it, like, oh, this is what the, an actor, like when he fucks up, when he goes back to his trailer. Yeah. Like, this is what he's going to do. And he's just going to fucking flip out because he just feels horrible and there's yeah. all this pressure and stuff. Speaking of which, I think that's something I want may might want to talk about later in this podcast, but uh the idea of trailers, because to me this tra- the trailer for this kind of made a little bit of a roadmap that I wish I didn't have. I, I still in the end I didn't really know where it was going, but there's a scene, you know, there's certain scenes where, well, I know what's gonna happen here because it was in the trailer. And it kind of ruins it a little bit for me. Like that exact part where he goes to the trailer and screaming and it's and like flips out, yeah. kind of wish I didn't know that was coming. Yeah, because you, know? you knew, like, oh, he's going to fail. And... Yeah. I, in fact, I was kind of go, okay, when is it that he's going to flub his line? I'm just waiting yeah. for it, and I don't want that. I don't, um, I, I want to be surprised. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later in a different segment. Uh, so, uh, yeah, pretty much, give it a C, I say dollar theater discount, which is, you know, three and a half stars. Uh, anything else you want to bring up about it, or should we go ahead and... No. If you like Tarantino movies, go see it. Yeah, but yeah, might as well go see it. Yeah. I don't think it's like a train wreck or anything. No. Yeah, it just wasn't really for us. I don't... I didn't really... It was weird. I felt like... I don't know. It was just weird, but yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a hard... It's hard to pinpoint exactly where that's, yeah. that's the issue. Which I guess you go see it for that and see where like other people kind of... I just felt like the storytelling was off. I don't know if it was bad. It just felt off so structured i felt like characters were in there that didn't need to be there yeah but i don't know but yeah that's pretty much it 
So the second movie we saw was The Art of Self-Defense, and you said you needed to sit, uh, sleep on this one? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you tell what it's about first? Oh, right. Um, <laughs> uh, it's about a timid... Uh, it's about Charles. <laughs> Fuck you. It's about a timid white guy uh, who... <laughs> like a, a timid, like low-T white guy who gets kind of just bullied around. Yeah. And he's just he, get, he finally gets mugged, and then he's kind of scared he's literally he's scared to leave his house and, and he, he hears these people in this building going yuck, yuck, and he finds a, a self-defense karate, karate studio yeah and he wants to join so he can kind of like uh take back his life yeah be a little bit more alpha instead of beta yeah <laughs> so did you decide what you thought of it i think i enjoyed it um I think, again, this one had a pacing issue. A little too drugged out, but not nearly as much. Maybe. I could see that. Could have been my mood of yeah. the day. It was just like my patience was gone because it's just fucking hot in the desert. Yeah. Um, but it was really funny. It was consistently funny to me. Yes. So. Uh, you would definitely call this dark humor, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now that I think about it, <laughs> definitely some of the stuff yeah. that happens. There's stuff that's happening that... It's kind of tragic, and yet you're laughing, and you're and you kind of feel bad for it. Yeah. So, you, I I liked it. I think I actually really liked it, to be honest. I think I did too. I don't know if it's just because I have a big crush on the actress. <laughs> God. Well, I have a big crush on Jesse Eisenberg. All right, that's fine. Is that no. wrong with that? <laughs> no. Um, I don't know why everybody hates him. I actually like him. I think you know him. Yeah, I like, think he's totally fine in a lot of his roles. Yeah, uh, yeah, he does. Like you think you were telling me or saying earlier, like the whole Michael Sarah. Yeah, like he's not exactly like him, but they both fit in this same category. Um, yeah, exactly. You need to fix your posters. Do I? Yeah, the top ones are now unaligned. <laughs> the top ones were aligned. No, they were before. actually unaligned last time. I They're, think I brought one a little too low. It's it's okay. difficult. I'm sorry, to do that. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I just got distracted. Um, yeah, in this one, like it's just consistently awkward. Yeah, and everybody's blunt, and there's no such thing as like subtlety or metaphor almost in this movie. Oh yeah. Um, or when it is, it's used by the the master and the, oh, the yes. or sensei yeah. sensei, and like because he's. He's like the really wise one, but everything he says really means nothing. It just oh, yeah. sounds good. Oh, you mean uh, like especially like when I brought up the whole um, punching with your feet, you gotta and learn kicking it. with your hands. You gotta learn how to punch with your feet and kick with your hands. <laughs> and like it's kind of played up as a joke, but there's something later that happens. You're like, wait a second, is this a real thing? <laughs> no, it just it just ties it in, and yeah. you just realize, oh, this is actual a world, not just weird characters. The world's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. And again, kind of like the last one, this one had, uh, I don't know if I want to say fairy tale necessarily, but like, it almost feels kind of fantasy in certain aspects. Well, because of like all that bluntness and awkwardness, it feels like a different world almost. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, um, the bluntness too, like, um, the, his coworkers in the break room are supposed to like, you know, represent the guys talking about, yeah. you know, having sex with women and stuff. And they don't just like 
say it roundabout like most people do. They actually straight up just state it. Like, oh, missionary position. I like mis- missionary position, you know? Oh, what about the one where she's all on all fours? That <laughs> one's called the doggy position <laughs> yeah. or doggy style. They're like, yeah. It's just like, it's it, almost done like deliberately bad right. to be like, oh, look how stupid these fuckers are. And the guy that the guy has like this man's man magazine yes where yeah. the guy's got a beard and in it is just boobs and it's literally and the, raz- the male sign it's just the male it. symbol yeah. as the title of the magazine yeah <laughs> and so like everything is that kind of just straightforward yeah and, like people um, might say well you know guys don't actually talk like that it may be not that bluntly but yes yes they do i've had guys who just they just sit and talk about sex i'm like i don't care they'll, they'll flower it up a bit but this one is supposed to be it cuts all the little fat exactly and, yeah yeah um yeah, this might not be for everybody because you might see it and like, oh, this is stupid. And like, I yeah. get that because it's just it's meant to be kind of stupid that way. Right. Um, it's definitely, I think, what would you call it? Not an attack, but like a satire on toxic masculinity. I think it's just a satire on masculinity in general, both toxic and non-toxic. Th- that could, yeah. Not not necessarily criticizing um being masculine or anything like that. Right. But definitely pointing out some of the things like, okay, this is just like, not even really criticizing, just because it's stupid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, it's just, yeah, I figured that's what it was going to be. It's like, okay, yeah, that's what it turned out to be. It was just a comment on what it is to be masculine. Right. And, yeah. And whatnot. And if that's good or bad or, yeah. it doesn't really answer any questions. It kind of just pokes fun at everything. So that way you kind of, yeah, I guess create so. a discussion about it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I guess it's implied by like which characters act this way that what the commentary is on that type yes. of, uh, yeah. uh, personality traits, I guess. Um, yeah, the, the guys in the break room, that's just, it's so great. <laughs> Especially like when he comes in there, was it third or fourth time? I don't remember which, but yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll sit there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was that was the third time, yeah. Yo, hey, what was it? He's like, yeah, because he's he's now he's he's uh, got confidence and everything, and yeah, the moment he does, they all turn into betas. That yeah. to show how he's like, like I'm gonna sit there, and the other guys are looking at him like, get up, what are you doing, <laughs> still sitting there? For? Yeah, I think that was just a commentary on like, oh yeah, these guys that talk a lot of shit. Really, if you confront them, they, they kind of give up. Yeah, they're just like all talk, no bite kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess there's not much to talk about this movie because it would kind of, like, spoil it a bit. That's true. I, I don't, yeah, I wouldn't really know how to talk about it without this, spoiling. This is one of those movies that it doesn't ha- it's kind of the opposite of, uh, Once Upon a Time, or my issues with it, or not issues. It doesn't feel like it has any kind of fat. It feels very minimal. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, we're going to go lower budget, just straightforward. Yeah. Events are going to happen, we're going to do little setups here and here, and that's it. And there's right. nothing extra, there's no red herrings, no fat to it or anything like that um so that's why it's easy to spoil it because it's like well it's yeah you know exactly there's not much to the movie but it's on purpose it's meant to be yeah it's straightforward like plot that points that you know i'd rather it not has reveal. an agenda it's like oh, we're gonna yeah. do this and this is where we're going <laughs> like, yeah um so yeah i did enjoy it and just sitting on it i, I think i've enjoyed it more whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> um let me rephrase that Having slept on it, uh, I think I feel like I, I enjoyed this movie more. Um, it's not for everybody because it's just it's awkward humor, and if you're not into that, yeah, you're definitely not gonna like this movie. Um, it's definitely it's a it's 
you'd call it like a slow burn though, right? A little bit. Even though there's like no fat, it's still like kind of... It takes its time. Yeah. I don't feel like it's too slow though. No, it I might it might push the edge a little bit. Maybe a tad, but yeah. Other than that, it's it's mostly fine. Uh, yeah, lots of awkward humor, lots of dark humor, lots of quietness. Oh, I, I brought this up to you. I just feel like this is the typical white guy movie. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, because we're seeing like a lot more movies. Um, there's one that's gonna come out, Brian Banks. And it's about like a, a black guy that's been wrongly accused kind of thing. Yeah. And he's just his whole his whole life was good. And he was, you know, he had a lot of um, potential and then it just got ruined through no fault of his own. Yeah. And I feel like that is like a culture right now. That's like a single black guys kind of movie. Yeah. Like, OK, this is like the injustices and stuff like that. And then the white equivalent is us being too beta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just felt like that's there. There's commentary there somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like oh this is the issue. issues of I being a white a man friend <laughs> yeah yeah i was just like oh that's a little feels a little lopsided <laughs> yeah um yeah because that's usually what like a, a a white guy kind of movie is like um oh super bad or whatever it's just oh, always yeah. about yeah getting the girl or being more masculine like oh, i'm not tough enough right yeah not picking on me <laughs> So that's our plight. <laughs> but no, I, I just I actually outside like a cultural perspective, I thought that was kind of interesting to look at. I would like to look yeah. at more examples of because I'm sure you can find a ton of like the awkward white guy comedies. And then, yeah, a lot of like uh, black dramas that are more based on like injustice and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And just like, OK, that'd be actually an interesting topic to like. We to actually got uh, a few trailers um, that were kind of like about that. The Yeah. In black injustice and um and i could like i can kind of see other people like watching the trailers and go oh come on why do you have to keep making these you know and i'm just like i'm just happy that these are being made now because like one of them or a few of them kind of remind me a little bit of what was the oh shit what, what was the one about uh not detroit it was um oakland uh it was the black guy and oh, the white um, guy who are best blind friends. spotting blind spotting it kind of reminded me of that. I love blind spotting, even though uh, I don't know if I could watch it many more times because it gives me a lot of anxiety. It's intense. Oh yeah, it's super fucking intense. Yeah. Uh, like this one, they had like a. It was kind of like um, oh shit, what was that classic movie about? Oh, Bonnie and Clyde. It was like kind of like a black Bonnie, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh yeah, that one looks really interesting. Oh um, again, yeah, that's that's another like injustice kind of movie. Exactly. Because it's it's a movie where it's this couple, um, both are black, and they're just actually it's having... their first date. They never met before. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. They're just out. They're trying to have a nice time. He gets pulled over by a cop. I'm like, okay, cool. And the cop is being a dick bag. I'm like, oh, yeah. your lights out. And then she's kind of like, oh, you know, she gets a little mad, reasonably so. But the cop kind of takes it a certain way and kind of pulls out his gun. And this the guy is like, you know, wants to protect her, so he just grabs a gun and just a scuffle happens he ends up shooting the cop yeah and it's just like he's innocent but he's still just killed a cop and yeah. so there's not a good way around this and so they're just like, like we're just it. we're just on the run now that's yeah. just our life now these two people who literally just met yeah are now on the run together and yeah i i think it, it's a premise i'm oh, really um, interested in queen and slim Oh, yes. I thought that's a great title. I love that title, yeah. Like, good nicknames for them and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. And that wasn't me. That's actually a line in the movie. They say they're the black Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, because there's people that are actually, like, rooting for them. Yeah. 
And so they meet up with somebody who's like, yo, the, you know, a uh, uh, black Bonnie and Clyde and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, that's actually <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> that's like, exactly what they are almost. Who are like, except, yeah, you're safe except here. Except not bad guys. Yeah, you're safe here. You can come stay here. Yeah, people know? start backing them up. and Yeah. And I think that's the drama of that movie is just like, okay, who's going to back them up? Who's going to like not and maybe like rat them out because they don't want to get in trouble too. Yeah. And it is like a huge moral gray area. Like, yeah. Like what, what would you do? Like not for them, but like if you were helping them, do you, do you help them? Do you not? Right. Because it is. And again, like in real life, if that happened, like you wouldn't, you know, someone's going to say, oh yeah, I'm innocent all the time. Yeah. And it's like, do you actually, are they innocent? Was it a little bit more complicated than you know, first glance right. and stuff like that. But I think that, yeah, that'll be a good, a good drama. So to bring it back around, it's like, because like, that's the theme that we see is in these movies. It's about, yeah, the, the, their struggle when I had deal with cops and, and just society in general and our struggle, <laughs> our, the white man's plight. We getting pushed around a little too much, Jared. Oh no. <laughs> It's an interesting commentary. It's a, it's a good comedy, and it's like if you don't think about it culturally, it's just funny. Just like yeah. yeah, that 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 scrawny little white guy that's getting kind of pushed around. Yeah, but it is just interesting. Like that's that's what keeps make being made for white guys is either that or the tough action guy. <laughs> and then yeah, exactly, for yeah. for just like black culture and black people in general, it's about drama and like blind spotty. The reason why you probably feel so anxious is because it's realistic drama oh yeah like it's characters you actually care about and it's drama that is realistic it's not yeah you know it doesn't feel fake or anything like that and people are dealing with like his his white friend is just kind of insane a bit yeah and so you don't know what he's gonna do um because certain things get you know kind of just slide for him or for her you know right yeah i guess the main main character it doesn't slide for him because he's black yeah you know it's like the reason why he went to prison was, and his friend didn't, was because probably because yeah. of race. Exactly. It's yeah. it said, you know, people see him differently, even though his friend's even crazier than he is. Yeah. But he's white, so he gets a little bit of a, a pass on certain things. Um. Even though, like, I think that was like the commentary was he was actually the worst one. He was the one that caused the trouble, and you know, yeah, that, that's yeah. that was the whole point was like he's gonna keep causing trouble. It's like, should you keep hanging out with them? Because you're the one that's going to get busted for it. Exactly. Because people yeah. are going to see issues and they're going to kind of point to you first. Even if you both get caught, chances are they'll point to you first. Yeah. So he can still has a chance of getting away with it. But, I don't know. That's just that's just a, such a good movie. Because then oh, it touches yeah. on hit, the, the, hit, the white friends. I, I don't remember anybody's names in movies. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know anybody's names in real life either. So I'm oh, yeah. just bad with names in general. But it touches on his issues with him being white and stuff how he feels like he's also out of place too and it, yeah. it's just like everybody has their issues we're not gonna just sit there and just say yeah oh you don't have issues because of this it's just like no these are all the issues we're gonna be fucking realistic yeah. as shit and it's just like that's why that movie so has yeah. such well, weight to it like that yeah it was he was born in i believe born i don't know but born and raised in oakland like yeah. he, he that is his culture you know, he, he's always had the, what are those called? Uh, that they have on their teeth, the, the grill. Yeah. Like he's, that's been, that's him. That's who he is. You know, well, yeah. I mean, of course I don't, I don't want to classify someone by the way they dress, but you know what I mean? Well, no, that's, that's how he has, you yeah. know, he's been nurtured and how he, you know. And so, and then it style. deals with the whole like gentrification like, of Oakland. So when they have that party. The hipsters come And all the and hipsters. Stuff. Oh yeah. The one that, what does he have? A California tattoo or he something? Has, he has the exact same tattoo. Yeah. It's a California tattoo. With, with the, Oakland. With yeah. a star over Oakland. Yeah. And so he's just sitting there just like, this guy's kind of just pretending to be me. Yeah. But he didn't have to struggle for it. 
He just exactly. bought property here and he bought it, a tattoo. And you have these, uh, yeah, all these white guys acting gangster when they're from like nice, rich neighborhoods, white neighborhoods. So when he's there, the other people think he's also that way, and that's where we oh, get that's where some. he gets he gets offended. Because, yeah, because that is who he is. But people think he's acting that way because of all the other white guys. Yeah, so that's that's why he's mad at them because they're degrading what he's built himself up to be, kind of thing. Yeah. How did this turn into a review of Blind Spotting? <laughs> is it because it's such a good movie? It is. It's, it's one of my favorites. I should put that on my list for someone <laughs> to buy me or for me to buy. <laughs> wow, you need to get a sugar mama. <laughs> yeah. Do you like my Do you like my uh, my bookend? Yeah, the, the skull, the little Halloween skull thing. I need. To, I want. I need to find someone to fix that. Just to like, cause it needs the tooth is chipped and. I think you need to get another one. I never liked the eyes on that one. I don't know what it is. Oh, really? I liked that. Oh, it's I just, just creepy. It's I, I like just okay, whatever. <laughs> well, there was one time I almost started a skull collection. Yeah, yeah we're talking. We're talking about fake, fake skulls, obviously. <laughs> like Halloween uh, stuff you buy at Halloween. Typical stores. white guy stuff, just collecting skulls. Exactly. Yeah. Reeling my hand a little bit. Um. What? <laughs> oh, I just meant the white guy thing. The you know. You're white. No. I had no idea. My grandma says I have Native American in me. She... So. <laughs> yeah, every white person says that because it's probably true. I know, true. exactly. Well, I don't know. <laughs> We're mutts, all right? We just got a little bit of everything. Right, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get off of racial stuff. <laughs> so was there anything else... Um bring up about um well no, the art of self-defense the fact that we kind of glommed onto blind spotting over this it shows like this movie is a good movie but it doesn't feel like it has as much depth as yeah because um, this is a satire it is a commentary and stuff right. but it feels a little lightweight which not not necessarily a bad thing yeah it's just like oh go watch this you're gonna have you know fun it's gonna right. be it's gonna have jokes throughout which are funny and like they legitimately make me laugh and a little bit of a message like oh, okay i guess doesn't yeah, hit me over the head at all or it wasn't the deepest commentary, even though some really dark things happen. It's not sure. like it's oh, how do you like? It's funny how it's lighthearted yet dark. Whereas like blind spotting is really is, lighthearted. It's there's lighthearted parts, but you know, there's sentimental parts in that. Yeah, like you really feel like people's relationships are getting torn apart by yeah. by issues. This one is just like it is got a innocent tone. At least the main character. Oh, but there's also that because, like you said, blind spotting hits so real. Where this is more, it's got this fantasy. Type yeah, feeling. this is, just feels like a completely different world. Yeah, kind of like the the dead don't die. Yes, it just feels like some yeah. How do you call that light fantasy world? Yeah, that is very realistic, but people behave differently. Yeah. And not even because dead don't die has zombies. Just without the zombies, it's still just kind like, of its own. It's this little... small town yeah. vibe to like the tenth degree. Yeah, like. With the fourth wall breaking and all that, I guess almost like it's like it, this is a is this stereotype. This is the template for kind of like a, a tone, but it's done on purpose. Yeah, there's no extra flowery kind of stuff attached to it, so that's yeah. why it feels just kind of weird. Um, that's true. So I give this one, <laughs> I give uh, the art of self defense a C plus. <laughs> Again, yeah. again, being middle of the ground, but better than other middle of the ground stuff. Um, watch it once, at least. 
if if it was like somebody's like oh hey we're gonna watch this i'd probably watch it again because i felt like it was so unobtrusive that i'll just okay cool yeah but then i think after the second time i don't think i would watch again for a long time yeah yeah i have it at i guess um a matinee i really liked it uh i i would want sounds, to maybe watch it again sounds appropriate yeah you, but you wouldn't buy it probably i don't know maybe uh, like uh, if it's heavily discounted <laughs> it, it's it's part of this is like it's a rent maybe rent it but But yeah, um, yeah, I liked it. I'd I'd recommend it. I'd say go see it. Maybe not for everybody. Yeah, like you said. Uh, I guess. Well, I don't know if this would make sense. Would you say don't see it if you didn't like Napoleon Dynamite? It's slow and awkward, quiet. That's appropriate because I feel like Napoleon Dynamite is way more comedic, awkward as well. But if you didn't enjoy that, you definitely I don't think will enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the main character is not as, I guess you would say, like, on the spectrum as Napoleon Dynamite is. Yeah. But he's definitely got some sort of, like, Asperger's disease, or dis- disease, disorder kind of thing, where he's yeah. just very, like, doesn't really get social cues. He's just very robotic and kind of straight yeah. to the point. Um, I would say, like, um, see it if you want to see on-the-nose mockery of toxic masculinity. Really on the nose. Yeah, really on the nose. I mean, it's not as on the nose as it could have been, but... Well, that was its its one thing it was pointing out, so I think that's just the focus of the movie. Yeah. Just compare it to something like um, Booksmart, oh, which yeah. I think... I don't think too much toxic masculinity gets brought into that. Yeah, I guess not. But that, that one's it's touching... there, but... That one's touching on a bunch of different subjects. Yes, yeah. And so it had a lot to do. This one is just literally pretty much just one subject. Yeah. And so that's why it feels very minimal. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to kind of, like, uh, talk about some stuff that I've watched and uh, seen over the last, you know, two weeks or so. So, I saw... Have you heard of Phantom of the Paradise? No. Uh, it's this movie from... Ooh... The 70s? What do you think? It's like... Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's an older movie. Uh, I went and saw it at a midnight screening. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty much... Fan of the Opera, I guess... That's what I heard. I haven't. I don't actually know the full story of Phantom of the Opera, so I don't know how true that is. But it's just it's about a songwriter who gets his music stolen, and he goes and gets it back, tries to get it back. It's kind of complicated. It's not. It's 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 definitely B movie territory. Uh, I would yeah. say it's kind of on the same level, but much better than Rocky Horror. Okay. I know I'm kind of stepped on some toes there because I don't, I don't like Rocky Horror that much. I like the first half. I think the second half is lame. I think it's boring and way too long. Um, so, Phantom of the Paradise is it's a musical, and the music is brilliant. By the way, it's it's written by the guy who, um, oh the the guy who plays the bad guy actually, and uh, I love all the acting plays in the- it. And- what? Oh, in the movie. Okay. In the movie, yes, of uh, Phantom of the Paradise. 
I think I would. So I just wanted to, yeah, give like a recommendation if anybody wanted to uh, see that, see a movie, a B movie, kind of like, you know, Rocky Horror. That's a musical. It's fun. Oh, no, I wanted to watch Anima before we did this. Oh, well, Anima, it's a it's a it's a 15 minute short on Netflix. Uh, we need to okay. watch that. Um, uh, but we didn't watch that, so I guess we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, so I've watched a few episodes of Love, Death, and Robots. Okay. Um, I've seen them all. I have, yeah, I haven't seen the whole thing. Brooke was just kind of showing me her favorites. Yeah. Um, I really like the one, the first one she showed was the robots who are in the future, and they're just kind of looking at human society after humans are gone it's, it's the three distinct different types of robots yes, like the yeah. death robot the kiosk the informational one and yeah. then like the cutesy one yeah exactly because that's the first episode i was wanting more of those guys yes yeah i would them love to see the more talking of them cat <laughs> um so i would like a show out of them because like go on sorry I, just, you, well, I mean yeah i mean that's pretty much the idea like i liked that one I mean, I guess I've liked them all, but then what again, a, what, what else did you see? Let's see. There's the one where ugh, I can't really explain it well without spoiling it. It's the one where it starts with a woman witnessing a murder. Okay, she she witnesses the guy with the glasses doing a murder. Yeah, and it turns into a chase. Because the only way I, I thought to explain it at first was the spoiling of it, the ending. But oh yeah, well no, because there's a chase ensues, and so what happens after that? That one gave me legitimate anxiety because I've been having oh, yeah. anxiety issues to where I start to just like I lose it a bit. That one, because it does feel like it's just pure madness and she's kind of being run into limbo. Oh, yeah. Or into hell. And um, she meets some like uh, S&M people and so they have horns and stuff. And so yeah. it really feels like she kind of goes into another world uh, yeah. trying to run away from this guy. Um. That was probably the best one. I, I don't know. Some of these, they feel a little... Because it's a animation and it has to be short. Otherwise, it's super expensive and I get that. Right. But a lot of them, it just feels like, ah, there's not enough substance there. Yeah. Um, maybe a cool concept, but... Right. That one specifically, have you ever seen Run, Lola, Run? No. That reminded me a lot of Run, Lola, Run. It's something I definitely recommend. It's German, I think. Uh, German? How do you describe Run, Lola, Run? It's just... It's about... a woman running named Lola um what <laughs> named Lola yes Lola uh it's kind of, I don't know why this actually this skit reminded me that a lot of kind of because of the spoiler a little bit um but um I would recommend if anybody want to check that out because it's it's live action and also animation I don't I, know how to describe why I would say at the end of the day even if you don't really like the stories the visuals on most of these is really good. Yes. And each episode's only 15 minutes. So you can watch a couple here and there. I would just, right. if you got a Netflix account, just go see it. Just, yeah. Just cause. Now, I liked all the ones I saw, but like I said, that's because Brooke was showing was me curated, her favorites. Yeah. And I heard that it really is largely hit or miss. So I didn't see any that might be bad. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there was a werewolf one. I, I don't know if I saw that one. I won't tell you which. Okay. Because, yeah, you just need to figure out, oh, this is the werewolf one. Because it doesn't start off as werewolf oh. first. Oh, okay, I see so. what you mean. All right. And it's a an, it's an very interesting take. Because with werewolves, you tend to always have, a, like a without 
I can't say too much because it'll spoil. They tend to do it in a certain way. This one takes it in a different direction. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay, that's interesting. They put it in that kind of scenario. Um, my favorite. Oh, that's hard. Because there's one where this guy, he, oh. There's one where there's this guy. He is a captain of a ship, and he has all of his shipmates like, okay, we gotta you know deliver this this uh, package to like this far off galaxy. We need to go into hypersleep because it's gonna take us. Oh my god, it's gonna take us ten months to get there. And then they go into hypersleep, and he wakes up, and it's been a lot longer than ten months. Oh, okay. There was just something wrong with the algorithm in in a ship, and it's just like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. Because it was like. It was just one of those things. Oh, what, how long in the future have we gotten? Nine, 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 nine. <laughs> like yeah. it just everything is broke on a ship. Oh, and okay. So, um, he gets picked up by people that revive them, and so it's like, oh, fuck. That that actually sounds like a very interesting concept. But there's something off about these people that pick him up. So that's what it is, and he's just like, okay, there's there's something wrong yeah. here. Um. And so that one's pretty good. Uh, but again, it's just like it. A lot of these ones, even the really good ones, you feel like your appetite was just wet, and you, I want to see more of that, but I know there's yeah. never going to be more, and yeah, that's no. kind of the bittersweetness to this, this show. I can see that. Um, and some of them feel a little pretentious. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen them. I hated the one with, uh, um, what's his face? Topher, Topher whatever, Spider-Man? Oh, Right? I think you're making a confusion because Topher Grace was in the third Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire. Right? No, Topher Grace wasn't in the third Spider-Man. Yeah, he was. He played Venom. Oh, I thought you said the third iteration of Spider-Man. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Uh, yes, the guy that played Venom, not Tobey Maguire. Because it's them two, and then what's-his-face that played Mysterio? They're all... Three friends that all look kind of alike. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, that one it was a live action one cut with some stuff. I didn't really like that one. It's oh, got yeah. a big suspension of disbelief with it. Uh, oh, okay. They open up their freezer to find a civilization living in there. Oh, okay, interesting. So, very out there concept, which people might like, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but which one, Topher Grace or Tobey Maguire? Oh, uh, the one that played Venom. <laughs> oh, Topher Grace, <laughs> not Spider Man. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, that one I didn't really like because it just yeah. the other ones. There's it's cool animation. You can just see like the artistry in that. This one there is cool animation in the uh, the freezer because a little civilization that's growing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just didn't like it. And the concept's been kind of done before. Right. The whole the Simpsons did it. Um, and, yeah. yeah. And then Star, uh, South Park South parodied Park. that. Yeah. Um, so it's just like oh, it's a concept I've seen, and I just I don't care for it. Um, Combine sea men with sea people. <laughs> Make C society. <laughs> um, the one that I saw that I didn't really care for all that much was the astronaut floating in space, where like she accidentally gets disconnected from her ship. Oh, I I liked that one sorta. Like I liked the story, but I felt like it was a little empty. I felt like it, because she had to do something really fucking hard to yeah. do to get her back. Yeah, I won't spoil it, but it's like oh jeez, oh wow, okay. Yeah. Um, 
Someone actually asked Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, he's like, well, if you're stuck in that situation, you're floating in space, and you need to get to a certain position, what do you do? Do you know what he said? Mm. Open your zipper and pee. Yeah. It would, it would actually work. It would propel you. Yeah. Just anything to get you in that other direction. Yeah. Um, what else do I, I don't really remember too many of the shorts. Oh, the one I really didn't like was the, the sentient yogurt. Oh, I didn't see that one. Uh, it's it's a really cute animation style, but they essentially make yogurt that is uh, self-aware by accident, yeah. but then it propels their society forward, but then like something goes wrong with it, and then yeah. the yogurt's like, all right, fuck you guys, and it leaves. Right. <laughs> there was one I was liking, but then I didn't, Then the, the end was weird, was the one where the two, the father and son are like, they run out of gas in the middle of a desert. Like oh, it was, that was dark. It was going like I liked it and everything, and I even liked the part where it got dark. But then it just kind of just ends, and I was like, "Oh, that's it? Oh, yeah. Okay." I feel like a lot of those animations. That's what it is. It feels yeah. like it just ends. It yeah, just, it's done. And I get it. It's just like you can't really make these things last too long because they're expensive. Right. Because these are some really good visuals done yes. on these these uh, these shorts, and so that's that's expensive. Like I said, I don't know why they don't just go to YouTube. And get a lot of all money the money's there. Uh, I'm not going to say specifically, but the reason I say that a lot is because it's an argument between Charles and I. Well, I'm actually on Charles' side. I just This is not an argument. I'm, Animation was killed literally no, 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 overnight. No, no, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's based upon it's not an argument I'm defending I'm right. a certain person. It is oh, what, whatever. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> Inside jokes, I guess. I don't know why... I think that's one thing that actually people do, and I think they need to stop. I don't, I don't know. It depends. Is putting inside jokes in movies and TV when, like, literally the only people that get the joke were part of production. Oh, um, what do you think of something like uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost doing it in theirs? Oh, uh, yeah. Because you have you ever seen Spaced, their show? Oh, yeah. Because um, in Shaun of the Dead, there was, there's quite a lot of references yeah, but, but to that show. Yeah, but that's, like, still people watching the show can get. I mean, inside references were literally... Only the people part of production will okay. get. Yeah. Uh, like, if you see something, you're like, that was kind of played upon, and I feel like that's an inside joke, but I don't know what the hell yeah. that's supposed to or be. Or later on, there'll be somebody be like, oh, you know, that was because we had this joke we would tell each other. Like, oh, well, then you are literally the only two people on the planet that get that joke. Yeah. Which, there, There's know. sometimes where it's un- unobtrusive. Second time using that word today. Uh, but yeah, when it's played up to be f- a funny thing. Yeah. But if the audience doesn't get it, then don't play it up. Yeah. You can have like a cool background thing that's in the back. That's just, yeah, it's funny for you guys because it's like you should be having fun making something. Yeah. And it's like, oh, at the end of the day, it's also for us. Right. Of course, but yeah. when it gets in the way of things, then it's like, yeah. yeah. I think that's the big thing is I don't mind it being there as long as it's not something like you would pass over. You wouldn't even see. Yeah. Kind of thing. Or just someone goes, what was that? Oh, I don't know. You know, just. Yeah. Like, the dead don't die when they start talking shit about the director. Yeah. I felt, like, I got what they meant, right. but I felt like that was a little bit too much on the inside. Yeah. So, ha- have you watched or seen anything in the last two weeks? <laughs> uh, I caught up on Marvel movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's about it, because there was a big chunk, because I got a huge burnout to it for quite a while, and then Thor Ragnarok kind of brought me back, and then, like, they started getting more humor in it. But I think uh, I just watched Captain Marvel, Black Panther. I think those are the two new ones, or ones that I didn't see before. And I enjoyed them. 
I don't think they're the best. I think they're just they're playing it safe and like I would oh, like yeah. to see what they do with those characters next. I think they played it really safe with these ones and then just because it's like they were just gearing up for uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. And then now that it's kind of opened up again, I think they can play with uh, Captain Marvel more. Like, uh, you know, play with her, or yeah, play with that character more and then play with uh, Black Panther more. I'd like to see more. I, I, I enjoyed the movies, but I felt like they were kind of holding back, so I'd like to see where they go with those. Um, what else have I seen? I don't think I've seen much past that. The last show I watched, like, binge watching was Good Omens, but I think I talked about it on episode two or three. I think so, yeah. Out of that. And that one's kind of gone to the wayside. People aren't talking about that anymore, really. I, every once in a while, Do I just see someone say, Oh, I'm watching Good Omens. I love it. That's all I really yeah. see. I don't really see people actually talking about it. Just, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I think anybody might, else watching this. I think, like, unless they come out in the second season, I think it'll just kind of. Okay, cool. This yeah. Is, okay, show. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I didn't watch Game of Thrones. I didn't see the ending to all that. <laughs> I I mean, I watched it up until like season three or whatever, and I was just like, eh. Same yeah. with that and Walking Dead. So like, yeah, TV shows. There's not that big one now, right? Um, uh, I heard people I don't like. Think so I heard people saying like, oh, go watch Vikings if you're kind of having like a Game of Thrones kind of a oh right yeah withdrawal because that one's apparently pretty good but until i hear more i don't think i'm gonna watch any other shows maybe sons of anarchy because it's already done yeah i like it when a show's done so that way i know when it's done and there's not a lot of seasons yeah i don't know oh. how many seasons sons of Fuck. anarchy has sorry uh i guess i'll talk about a show way back in the day that was petered out really hardcore was uh battlestar galactica did you oh, ever watch yeah. that i i haven't I, I do plan on it but I know that, that it's last just, it's all season, a downer. That last, oh yeah, it's it's depressing. Uh, this was like kind of in an age of like I I remember characters would not die on TV shows. That just wasn't a thing. Yeah. And then Walking Dead came around and people started dying. Um, and Game of Thrones came around and people started dying and that was like why I think people really got into. That's why I got into it. it was yeah. like oh these there's stakes here. Yeah. When these people fight, I don't know if my character that I like is going to survive. Um, the first one that did that though that I saw was Battlestar Galactica because they're like oh we're just gonna kill off this character this episode it's like oh yeah like me and my parents had a joke like oh well their contract ended <laughs> with the oh, show right yeah um and so that's what gave that show kind of weight to me uh but then by the end once it slowed down and not many people were dying anymore uh and then they had these stupid or I think poorly done plot twists oh yeah because it was like oh you know, someone here is a Cylon or is, you know, that cyborgs race that's like infiltrated us oh, yeah. by the end. They're like, oh, it's this person and this person. It's like, oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last half of season, that was the first time they did a whole split season. So season four and then season four point oh, five. Okay. That last half was really rough. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't even know if they were going to get the budget for that one. So there was a downer ending. at. The oh, I see. End yeah. of the first half that was just like. Okay. It's like, oh, this is depressing. Yeah. And then they, they finish it off and it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, boop it out. Because I loved uh, Breaking Bad. So I don't really have a show to watch right now. I need to finish Breaking Bad. I, just, I don't know if I ever will. How long is it? How many seasons? Five? 
five. Yeah, see, that's uh, or kinda it long. might be four, and then the half season break. Oh right. It's not too long. The problem with Battlestar Galactica was like I'll never watch the show again because each each uh, season was long. Yeah, it was like twenty to thirty episodes, maybe. You know what show has a shit ton of episodes is um, Shield because yeah. they have they have the whole half season thing, and I remember I thought I was on um like I was talking to Brandon and I was like yeah I'm I'm finished I at least finished season three or something, and he's like oh so what do you think of this and I was like what. I have no idea what you're talking about. And then we realized, no, I was only halfway through season two because <laughs> they do the half seasons. And each half season has like, I don't know, nine episodes or something like they're long. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, y- you know what I did see within the last two weeks? Mm. The trailer for Cats. Oh, cool. <laughs> Fucking nightmares. I don't I don't know what's going on there. I know they're trying to capture, you know, cat what? picture. Cat, yeah. No, it's just cap. Sure. Cat. Cat to picture. Cat to per. Cat to picture. <laughs> um, I don't know why they didn't just go with. Well, I know why. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say the way they did it in the play was makeup. Well, that's that's expensive, you know. When you just uh, actually, we talked about this not not on a a video or podcast, but. That we, well, I'm starting to understand why CGI has been done so much, and I can see the point of it from a financial point of view. Well, the makeup was always supposed to make them look like cats, and then when you have CGI that can actually do that, you're like, well, let's just do that. Yeah. Because essentially the makeup was supposed to be emulating what we can do now. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, why don't we just do makeup? It's like, well, we want it to look quote-unquote real. Right. But when you were combining two different species... People's natural reaction is not to really accept that. Yeah. We were supposed to be afraid of something we don't know. That's just ingrained in us, in evolution and whatever. Yeah. In survival instincts. So when you make this these weird little creatures yeah. that are half human, half cat, you're just like, I don't know what to feel about this. Right. And then when they're dancing weirdly around, <laughs> that adds to it. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, when some of them have their fur looks more like clothing, like a fur coat. Kind of thing that just adds to this creepiness to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's gonna be a great movie, Jared. Who knows? It just—it's so weird because it's like you're watching the trailer and there's this like feeling of they're trying to be epic, like because it's a musical. You know, you know how musicals feel. Yeah. You know, watch like uh, technically, what's it called? Um, Les Mis. That movie isn't technically good, but it still has that feeling like, oh, you know, just this epic musical sounding. But this, you're you're watching, they're doing, they're trying to be emotional and singing, but it looks so fucking bad <laughs> and terrifying. Yeah. Like, I, I would think, you know, like if they turned Monsters, Inc. into a musical, it would be less terrifying than this. Then again, what am I talking about? Monsters, Inc. is a children's movie but it's i think monsters inc's on ice maybe <laughs> yeah or sh- have you seen shrek on ice oh my god no. those costumes are horrifying <laughs> god because they can't really do exactly what they want to do because it has to be a safety issue for oh, the, right, yeah. the ice skaters it's bad <laughs> yeah i don't even know if that's still around though why on ice i don't know <laughs> that feels like a, a huge leftover from that, before we had the internet that was a yeah that was a big thing in what in the 90s 
I think. Like, a lot of things were on ice. I think so. I just remember, like, Rugrats, they had, uh, in there, they had Reptar on ice, you know. Oh, God. Yeah, that was a thing. Is that still around? Does that exist anymore? On ice? Yeah, like, like we're going to do this, but on ice. Uh, every once in a while, yeah. Yeah. Kind of comes. No, I'm saying the Shrek thing wasn't that old. Then I think it was yeah. probably, like, Aladdin on ice or something. I don't know. Was Shrek on ice, like, was it part of the meme, or were they, was it a straightforward, we're just doing Shrek on ice? It was before the meme. Oh, okay. Jesus. I don't know. That, that's that's one of the hard things is like these memes are now creating stuff like this. Yes, yeah. Because somewhere there's an analytic saying, oh, hey, Shrek's really popular. We should reboot it. Right. And it's just like it probably worked because people go see it. Speaking of like finding that like fine line between memeing and, and being straightforward, you know that movie, the Shrek movie where they recreate it uh, with like they have like different people. They have animators they have like people like actually acting it out live action oh, and I, they just splice them all together. I've heard of that for other stuff, not for that one. Oh, yeah. Where everybody gets like a little segment and then yeah. you remake the movie that way. Yeah, there's a version of Shrek that way. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to watch that or not. Because I've seen parts. Parts of it look like, wow, this is really good animation. There's other parts where people literally just use paint on their face and it looks really dumb. Oh, yeah. That, that's kind of what that the Shrek on Ice is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Some like helmet look and things, but a lot of just. Paint that's oh, well, see, away. I think that's probably looks more professional than what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people just like literally making things out of cardboard. Oh, okay. And like, yeah, that can be funny. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's Disney on Ice. Oh yeah, Disney on Ice. And that was a different big one. types of ones like Worlds of Enchantment, Road Trip Adventures, Mickey's Search Party. So, right. Of course, it'd be Disney. <laughs> yeah. What were we? Oh, we were talking about cats. Uh, yeah, it, it it's just so much. It'll probably make a bunch of money, though. Oh, I'm so sure it this is. is. Yeah, this whole genre of like super realistic, partial, or some are live action, some are just super CG that looks like live action. Right. This is just the thing now. Yeah. Because they're developing that technology, and it it's kind of good because it'll get that technology refined right. and cheaper for other people to use. To hopefully as a, another yeah. tool in their, their repertoire. But, yeah, you're just going to have to fucking well, I, I hear, wade through this for now. I hear people say, why was this made? Cats was the worst musical of all time. But, obviously, it was popular. It's also, like, I think the longest-running musical of all time. Yeah. So, obviously, people like it. And yeah. I don't think they liked it ironically. I think they actually straight up just I, liked it. I think that generation. So, I guess it'd be probably bigger with, like, a the boomer generation or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Gen X. Um they're still say still around they're still a viable market and so yeah. they're probably like oh we need to capitalize on it now because gen y and z and alpha right. are not going to really like cats as much so we need to do it now because we yeah. still have true whoever yeah. owns the rights to it so we got to do it now Good point. and yeah. uh, before these people start getting a little bit older may not be able to watch movies or want to watch yeah. this kind of stuff and so um that's why you're seeing it now <laughs> right all right, uh, let's take just one last break. There's really not, I don't think there's um, a lot of news to cover. Um, just pretty much uh, like Rucker Hauer uh, passed away. Oh yeah, that sucks. Did you, did you hear about that? That it, he... He died the same year his character died. Yeah. That was interesting. It's kind of poetic. Um, I had, uh, I shared it on Facebook and I shared 
the line he wrote. Uh, and then you 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 sent me a screenshot of someone saying the exact same thing with the news article. I was right, like, right underneath you. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm not original at all. And then I think the official like uh, Blade Runner posted like a little gif of him saying that exact line and stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a little uh, little dark. Like yeah. no one's gonna remember you. That's kind of them feeling a cut. I know. Well, like I was kind of like I think I someone said, which I think was a lot better. They're like, hopefully, uh, these those memories won't be lost like tears in the rain or something like that. Oh, I think that's okay. a good way to put it. Yeah. That they won't be. He will be remembered. So. Um, you want to talk about uh trailers a little bit? How they suck. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like how they, I was literally gonna say how they suck. Yeah. Yeah, I'll fucking bag on some trailers right now. I'm so I, I'm. Remember teasers? Remember when they were just like, "Hey, we made a movie. It's about this. Go see it," and that was it. <laughs> oh, you saw a poster. Like, <laughs> like I would be like, "Oh, I've heard of this movie. I want to watch a trailer." I'm like, "But I don't want to watch a normal one." So I'm gonna look up a teaser. I'm like, "Okay, good. They have a teaser," and I'm watching it. I'm like, "This isn't a fucking teaser." <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there's a differentiation. What? what, what? Differentiation? A difference, too. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm just bad with language today. I don't think there's a difference between the two anymore. I think people see a, t- a trailer as something that teases you. And right. so it's no longer yeah. something that's just short and like uh, vague. Because, yeah, you and I were talking about it. And I think James Cameron, for T2, he made a really expensive just teaser yeah. of the robots being built. And just, like, this cool shot of, like, the eyes, like, coming online and stuff like that. Right. It's like, that's fucking cool. I'm gonna go see the movie. That looks pretty sweet. Uh, Now, you can't do that with every movie. You can't do that with a drama. You can't have some weird, like, (laughs) factory thing for it. But it's just, like, a lot of these movies, like, there's that movie, um, the hide-and-seek one. Oh, Ready or Not. Yeah. Ready or Not. That premise, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'll be into that. Yeah. But that trailer, it's like, okay, well, these people die. Yeah, you actually, like, they're dies. like, oh, so I guess, I mean, who knows, it could go I anyway. Get, they might not actually die, but yeah. I doubt it. They're, I don't know if they're going to pull a Marvel like, and I, lie I, to you. I've seen that kind of thing. Or just, like, in the trailer, it looks like someone dies, and then in the actual movie, they're like, oh, it just missed your heart. You uh, yeah. Well, I think in this one, it just shows, like, oh, this was, she was a maid. And they don't show any of the main characters getting bipped. Yeah. So maybe that's why it's like, oh, we go into it. It's like, oh, that actually doesn't matter. That's within the first. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so that one, like, I, I've seen the trailer a couple of times and I just keep trying to forget it. Just yeah. actively forget the trailer. Um, yeah. Again, on T2, that teaser is great, right? Now go to the actual trailer and you realize, like, in the movie, it's supposed to be a twist that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a good guy. Oh, yeah. It plays it up like you don't know that. Um, right. I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy playing the T- T-1000, the the liquid one. Yeah. Um, Whenever he does a kill, it's off screen. So you can't tell how he's killing the people. Oh, yeah. And so when they finally meet up, you're like, oh, fuck. We got two people coming at both sides. Who is this cop? What is he doing? He just keeps yeah. killing people. And then we got a Terminator. And then he pulls a shotgun out of like the roses and it's all slow motion. But instead of aiming at Sarah Connor, he shoots the T-1000. John. Both of them. No, Sarah's not there at that point. It's yeah, just John. No, she, the John. Uh, she's in the mall, right? But but uh, oh, oh, I'm thinking of just like when he meets up with Sarah Connor. They haven't gone to get Sarah yet. 
Oh, I guess it's in the mall. And yeah, yeah, that's right. He has the roses in the mall, right? And so he pulls out the shotgun, goes to shoot John, but aims at the T-1000. And when he shoots it, you find out he's liquid. It's like, oh. Yeah. Because before that, I don't think you see that at all. No. So you I don't, don't know so. what he is. And it's like, oh, he's a Terminator, but he's like an extreme, like, right. uh, you know, advanced, uh, like, uh, Terminator. And so it's like, that's a cool twist to this movie. Yeah. But of course, in the trailers, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger was, like, really big. And they want to show him as, like, oh, he's the good guy now. Yeah. That's how you get people. And actually, they keep doing it for all the Terminator movies. Yeah, yeah. There's one where there's a main character. He dies in the past, but he gets brought back to life, and you don't know how. You're like, what is he all about? And like three-fourths of the way through the movie, you find out he's a Terminator yeah. with the personality of the guy that died. But in the trailer, they reveal it. There's oh, a shot. They? There's a shot where John Connor has oh, him yeah. no, no, has no, him yeah. tied up, and he's just like, what am I? And he looks down, and he sees that he's got metal underneath his skin. Yeah. They show that shot in the trailer, and it's just like these movies, they keep doing that, because it's like, uh, how do we get these people in? Right. It's not the actual entertainment of the movie, it's just get the people in the... Exactly. And I get it, to get the tickets, but sometimes I guess that's what you have to do for certain people. And like I said, because they, they filmed that scene just for the trailer, I, I, I didn't use so I used to think it was dumb, and now I like it when things are in the trailer that aren't actually in the movie. Like Marvel's gotten really smart about that. Yeah. Like, if you notice... Like, there's a shot where they're showing inside the spaceship and they got oh, Captain yes. Marvel there. Yeah. It was actually supposed to be uh, um, Professor Hulk. Yes. <laughs> and, like, she's long gone. But yeah. looking at the trailer, you can tell she's super CG'd in there. And it's like, yeah. oh, I should have been able to tell this. Um, but, another mm. example is, like, uh, Hereditary. They actually splice things together. Uh, like, in oh. fact, it's not even that complicated. Like, they, it's one scene. All they did was take out, like, a line or two. So it sounds like she's saying one thing when she's saying something else. And oh, okay. they do that in Hereditary, so you're really, you really think something's happening when it's not. Okay. Cool. I think Phantom Thread kind of did that a little bit. Yeah? Because Phantom Thread had me convinced it was about a man that thought he was cursed. And, um... Oh, okay. Like, he can't find love. They really make it feel like that's a story, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, I think they mention it in the movie, but it's like, it's really more of just a throwaway line. Okay. Where in the trailer, they make it seem like that's the point that's of the, the movie. That's the whole thing, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, another thing is I like when, um, when they'll use jokes that were like, let's say it's a movie where they ad-libbed a lot of stuff mm -hmm. and they, they'll like take like, okay, well we like this joke better. So we're going to throw this joke out. Well, they'll take the joke they throw out, put that in the trailer. I think yeah. that's smart. I hate it when they put all the funniest parts in the movie in the trailer. Yeah. Like, well then that's, that's it. You, you pretty much get the whole movie just by watching just the trailer. Just watch the trailer. Ah, yeah. Laugh at the trailer and you're, okay, I got my comedy fix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to get better at like, oh, if I see a trailer for something, it's like, okay, I, you know, I want to watch it, so I just got to like not pay attention anymore. Yeah. Once it's already sold me on it, okay, we're done. It's tough in the theater because I actually, like, it's actually a pet peeve of mine when people uh, arrive at the theater during or after the trailers, yeah. even though it almost seems like a smart idea because it's like, I like to get there beforehand. I like to be there early. I like to watch all the trailers. But now I'm starting to get to this point where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to watch trailers anymore. Yeah. Like you even mentioned, maybe sometimes just look at the poster. Maybe the poster will sell it, you know? Yeah. And But I like to be there early, I, and I have to sit through these trailers. And I've heard of people, and they're like, I don't care if this looks weird, but they will literally look down and plug their ears at yeah. trailers. Just because, like, no, I already want to watch it. I don't need to, anything else. Brandon Brooke are really good at it. I, I even Not even the movies, just, like, at home. They'll just be there, and they'll just say, okay, I want to watch it, and they'll just stop the trailer. I don't know what it is about me. I, I have this, like, 
I don't know if it's like an inner inner thing where I need to finish things. Yeah. And I feel like I have to at least finish the trailer. I wish I could be better that way where I just go, while I'm watching the trailer, I just go, okay, I want to see it and then just stop watching it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just hard in the theater, though. Yeah. Because it's like, even if you close your eyes, you can just hear everything. It's just like, uh... (laughs) Yeah. And then you're the weirdo in the front just going, ah, <laughs> like in the trailers. I, like I said, I, I actually watched the trailer for The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's actually, it, it, it's done well. It, okay. There's there's maybe a few things where I was like, I don't know. Then again, that is kind of the idea, I guess. You're like, I don't I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I want to see what the fuck this is all about. Uh, I And by the way, I am super excited. Oh, I guess the best one ever, Cloverfield? You Would you say it's Cloverfield then? Because oh. you literally do not know anything that's going on at all. I don't remember. The first trailer didn't even have the title of the movie. Oh, okay. It had no information. People Interesting. Were like, like, it came up and it just goes away. And everybody's like, because that was brilliant marketing. Because people yeah. were like, what the fuck was that? Cloverfield had great marketing. They had uh, they had an arc, alternate reality game, yeah. where that's how ARGs. they did a lot of their marketing. Um, I don't know how to explain our alternate alternate reality games. Uh, it's so. just stuff that you interact with either in the real world or on the internet. Yeah. Which theirs was like a predominantly on the internet. There was a website that is a brand in the, in the movie. Yeah. That the website over time slowly gets more and more corrupted. Oh yeah. And like it turns into like, oh, it's being like uh, monitored by the government. And I think yeah. there was some real world stuff that people could do. I know for the Joker, or I'm sorry, not for Joker, for the Batman uh, or the Dark Knight, there was some real life stuff like, oh, um, Joker's henchmen are here and you gotta go collect like this like uh, briefcase from somebody oh yeah and there was one where it's like oh go to this bakery you know ask for this certain type of pastry and when people did every once in a while one of them would have a cell phone in it like a little throwaway cell phone and it, you would call whatever numbers on there oh and it would be the oh. Joker and you're, okay. like, you're one of his henchmen yeah. doing something or whatever and so it was like it was really cool how to interact with society yeah <laughs> uh, there was uh, Nine Inch Nails had an arg uh, like I think it was just something on like the inside of the CD cover or something. It was something weird. It had like some coordinates or something, and these people would follow these clues and find all these clues. And at some point, they found a date and a location, and they're like, "What's this?" And they go, and it just suddenly it's just a secret concert by Nine Inch Nails. God, jeez. Yeah, like <laughs> that would have cool. been fucking cool to be part of that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think Forrest Gump. I don't know how true this is. But- but I heard Forrest Gump, not not an arg. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I heard that they pretty much didn't have a trailer. Their trailer was literally like uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, what's her name? I don't remember. The one who plays... Jenny. Jenny. She's in... Um, she's in... Um... Holy crap. I What's the show about the president? He's not the president, but he is. Then he's the president. Uh, House of Cards? It, the, yes, House of Cards. Uh, her, <laughs> he's the, not the, the wife. president, but then he's the president, and then he's not the president again. Uh, the the wife and that. piece of shit in real life, and they had to cancel And I think she's also on Princess Bride. I think it's her. Oh. And like it says her name, and maybe Gary Sinise, and it's just all black. It just says their names, and it just says Forrest Gump and a date. I believe I heard that's how the Forrest Gump trailer <laughs> was. Like, it didn't actually tell you anything at all. Um... Which is a movie, in my opinion, didn't age well. A lot of people disagree with me, but I don't think Forrest Gump is actually a good movie. <laughs> um, I think it's just it's one of those nostalgia things. People liked it for the nostalgia. Yeah, because it goes through a lot of different events. Yeah, and so if you were around for that event, it was kind of nostalgic for that reason. Yeah. 
Um, and since I guess was there anything else we wanted to say about trailers? No, it's just they're, they're I just so bad. Wish we had yeah more actual teasing, not like just throwing everything at you. I I think people are, or people are getting better about that with good movies. I think what it is, they look at the numbers, and I think they see that the mo- the trailers give way more, get more tickets sold. I, I that's probably what yeah. It is. So it's just something you just got to deal with. But I think with like these smaller companies, like A twenty four, you know, and stuff, Bleecker Street, they're like, we're people are gonna come see these movies because they they love us. They just want to see yeah. movies that we produce. So we're just gonna go ahead and just not put much in the trailers. Yeah, just make low budget or kind of like minimum budget. Uh, Movies, yeah, and like, yeah, the people that are come see us, they're already gonna. Yeah. It doesn't matter what trailer give them, they'll they'll come right. see us. So we we'll, won't reveal too much. Um, since we're starting our wrap up, we're gonna start our lists like we do every episode. Uh, things that are be that are gonna be uh upcoming films and TV that I'm personally excited about. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, his Dark Materials. Have we talked about that at all? Oh, I think we pro- we probably mentioned it a little bit. I'm I'm a little excited for that. I read I, the books and I loved oh. them, and the movie sucked. Yeah, I I didn't read any about it, anything about it, but the movie it gave me all these little pieces. Like, oh, I want more of that. Yes, just the movie wasn't good, so exactly. it's like, okay, we'll we'll get more of that. I think that was this. for me the biggest disappointment of the movie sucking was the fact that I knew there was no there wasn't going to be sequels. Oh yeah, because yeah, because yeah, it's set up like when you read the first. Like by the way, his Dark Materials, the first one is the Golden Compass, or in um. Uh, Europe in the United Kingdom, it's uh, Northern Lights, I believe, is what it's called. Oh, uh, and here in America, it's Golden Compass. Yeah, especially in the books, you get this feeling of I want more, I want more. And in my opinion, the third one's the best one. Okay. Uh, and I'm so excited to see this play out on TV, especially with these actors. Yeah, that adaptations of books is better for TV because you have a lot more screen time, a lot more character development. You can. Do. I think they're gonna go the way of um. Uh, Game of Thrones, where each season is going to be a different book, which that means it's not going to be long. It's only going to be three seasons, but that's fine. That's yeah, get in, get out. Let's just. I do think this. we need more <laughs> short form stuff. We yeah. need more single season shows. Yeah, like Stranger Things. Though. I think, in my opinion, really need to just be the one season. Probably. I oh that that I think that's the the reason I think season two and three of Stranger Things weren't great because season one had this air of mystery for one. Yeah. And for two, it was straight up. A drama, like or um, it was it was intense. Yeah. Season two and three, they got rid of kind of both those things. Yeah. The whole missing person aspect in that first season was great. Yeah, yeah. I think you just it's just set up that way. I think they just kind of wrote themselves in that direction. It's just like there's not much you can do with it. So that's yeah. why season one's great, but the other two are enjoyable. But it's whatever. I think we talked about it last time. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh so yes, I, yes, we did. Yeah, we did don't harp on it right. too much. Um. Yeah, with shows, it's just like I, I we need to have like a a game plan, yeah. so you know how it's gonna end, so you can actually set things up appropriately and not just guess. Because yeah. Breaking Bad was starting to do that; they were just starting to guess like what's right. gonna come next. I guess that's what they yeah. always did, and you can start to feel it. And they ended like at a good point, like okay, past this, it would have been getting really bad because they were running out of places to go with uh, those characters. Um. There was a show on Netflix, and I, for life of me, I can't remember what it was, but they said that there's only going to be one season. We're, once this season's over, there's nothing. There will never be anything else. I don't remember what it was, but I just remember that I really liked it. God <laughs> oh. damn it, I don't remember what it was. Oh, but it sucks. I think we need more of that. I think we need more of, 
Just a single season. I, That's all you I, need. I don't mind. What about like the American Horror Story aspect? You have, yeah, I you don't have mind just that the one so season, but if you want to keep seeing these actors yeah. and the same kind of theme, make another season, but it's something completely different. And so these yeah. people can still have a job so they can be committed to it and stuff too. Mm-hmm. On yeah. The, you know, behind the art kind of back to, behind the scenes kind of thing. Um, or people that just enjoy it. Oh, I love American Horror Story. I'll just watch the second season. Oh, it's about clowns. Oh, this one's about oh, yeah. whatever. And it's just like, you. I like that the best. It's almost like an anthology of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if it can only work for one season, come up with some other places you want to, or things you want to do with like this. Yeah. Same theme, but not necessarily same characters or same locations or yeah. events or anything like that. Like, that's why people like Black Mirror. Yes, and they try yeah. to tie it together a little bit, which it's like, oh, that's okay, but don't do that too much. Yeah. Because uh, then you have to write within a certain world. You can't change certain rules. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like, do it that way. That I, I, I like that the best. Either, yeah, each episode something different or each season something different. Right. Uh, next up is uh, Watchmen. Have you watched much uh, information I on that? I didn't see the movie. I've seen the trailer, and I don't know what the show's about, and it looks a little low rent, so I don't know if I I saw the it. movie, and I still don't really know what the show's going to be about. I have a feeling, I think the general consensus, well, not among the public, but like with me and my friends, is it looks like it's a sequel? Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, well, it's like all these gangs are spawned because of certain characters yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, then um, I don't not really much to talk about, but it chapter two looks. Nah, blah, blah, blah. I, I'll <laughs> see it. Uh, Mister Rogers, we just saw the trailer for that, and I don't know if I can see it. I, yeah, because I'll cry the I'll whole fucking crying. time. I just I cried during the, the whole trailer. I, I wanted to watch his documentary, but I was like, trailer. I also didn't want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jojo Rabbit. Do you remember what that is? Oh shit. Uh, no. Uh, oh fuck. What's his name? Taika Waititi. It, where, where he actually plays Hitler? Taika oh, yeah. Waititi. You showed me that, and I'm like, okay, I need to see this. Don't show yeah. me more. Uh, that's... Yeah, that's how I'm like. I'm not going to watch any more trailers. I'm not going to see anything else. Taika Waititi plays Hitler. I'm seeing this. I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> uh, definitely, uh, if if that doesn't sell you on it, go watch the trailer. It's definitely looks interesting. I love Taika Waititi now. Because uh, I saw Thor Ragnarok, then I saw I don't remember the name of it, but the kid from Deadpool 2. Uh, it's about him and the guy from Jurassic Park. I'm so bad with names. Um, and they're off on the run in the woods. It's a great movie. I love everything he does. Uncut Gems, starring Adam Sandler, made by the guys who did Good Time. The Sappy Oh yeah, Brothers. I'd like to see that. Definitely interested. Uh, what about the Avatar live action remake show? Show? Yeah. Is it a show? They're going to make a... Wait, wait, Avatar. Uh, the, the, the cartoon the or car- the movie? The Last Airbender. Okay, Last Airbender. Okay. They're going to remake the show, but in live action. Okay. Interesting. Which... I'm hoping What's-His-Name has nothing to do with it. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. It's just Nickelodeon. It's not him. <laughs> oh, Nickelodeon. Okay, that I, might... I would, uh, I would assume Nickelodeon's part of it, but I don't know what other companies... Because yeah. Nickelodeon just owns it. I don't know if there's going to be a company that's right. really doing all the, the work. So it's just like... I mean, I love the show. I don't know why there needs to be something else being made. Yeah. Um, But uh, I'll watch it because I, I just... I liked the visuals of um the movie, The Last Airbender. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, it's really cool to see like a live-action version of this, but... It was also done really poorly. The choreography and the bending of the elements was done badly. So it was just like, yeah. oh, okay, this is kind of bad. So right. I'd like to see where they do it. It might just be a shot for shot remake of the show. 
maybe I, um, if they did that i think people would be just happy probably be yeah. just fine i think you literally have your own map you just follow it <laughs> yeah so is there anything else coming up you're interested in? uh no we're we're finally coming to the end of a lot of stuff like marvel stuff uh the new phase is going to start ramping up only one i'm excited about really or the one i'm most excited about i should say is the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's going to be a slight horror, hopefully. Yeah. And so yeah. That, that'll be intriguing. Um, and then the last... Yeah, phase 2. The last Phase 4 is looking... Last uh, Star Wars is into this year. And so... Yeah. I think everybody is just like... every All the movies are kind of like slumping right now. Cause yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Take a breath. And then we're going to ramp up again. So we'll, right. for big AAA titles, it'll start kicking up again. Yeah. Maybe you'll see some like smaller independent stuff kind of trying to fill the gap in between so yeah so we'll, nice. we'll see because yeah. they'll have some room to work maybe right unless marvel's really gonna fucking ramp it up quick but yeah i don't know all right as they as they come like i said yes yeah, phase four of marvel's just looks boring it's probably happening way too soon they probably needed to wait but I don't, I don't know. know if they can, yeah. But most of them... No, that's the thing is, I think they can. I, I think... I mean, look at Star Finan Wars. Look how many years passed by and people were so excited for it to come back. Well, I just mean financially. I think they have to keep it going. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is Disney, though. Ugh, yeah, but, but it is yeah. Disney, though. Good. There you go. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. I don't know if that I made like sense to anybody I, else, but... I like how he said the exact same thing, just a different tone and a look. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think it would invest... If they took a long break and then just got people super excited for the next coming thing, yeah, because it looks like right now there are Maybe. no, there's no main Marvel uh, Avengers movies. Like if they just went radio silent, just sold yes. toys, yeah, and just got everybody hyped and like, oh, here's a little teaser. <gasps> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let people I just fucking like get a little riled up and then re start releasing the movies. Like just do a couple here and there and then just start fucking ramping it up. And yeah. then the next whatever Avengers movie it would be or. I don't know if it'd be Avengers, if it'd be something else. Yeah. Like a different title. I don't know. But. Yeah. Because this last thing was all the Infinity Saga. What's the next one? Because right. they're planning for another one. So. Yeah. All right, then. For more movie-related content, head on over to RidgeViewDrive.com for reviews, shorts, and more. If you're interested in video game-related content, you can head on over to YouTube.com slash LowLevelBoss. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ridgeview underscore Drive and Facebook at Ridgeview Drive Productions. You can find me on all those social medias at Dark Jack Wolf. We have a Patreon now. Go to patreon.com slash Ridgeview Drive. The $15, the $30, and the $50 tiers have the ability to request specific reviews once a month. If you already requested a movie or you don't want to become a patron, you can go to coffee.com slash Drive slash commissions to request a review at any time. That's ko-fi.com. Okay, and uh, have a nice day.